Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello and welcome to another episode of the No Holds Barred podcast. Today I'm joined on the line, should we say John? John's good, yeah, why not? John's good, okay. Yeah, not your real name, so John. And uh, we're talking to John today because of his beliefs in theories such as flat earth, the, f- the earth being flat as opposed to spherical, I think that's the word, uh, and some other bits and pieces, maybe talk about COVID as well and what your thoughts are there. But before we started recording, John, you said um, you said that 20% of the audience will turn off. What do you mean? Well, um, well, it's this, if you say flat earth, it's been conditioned into people through their entire life as the stupidest thing you could possibly say, like, what is the definition of the dumbest person in the world? A flat earther. <laughs> it, and before you were even had a the brain of, you know, of a of a seven year old, this this image of a globe was was drilled into your head with the BBC logo, the Universal logo, mm. all these things um, culturally put into your head. Um, so this idea was implanted before you even had a crit- mind to critically think about these things. Very so true. it becomes almost like um, an inherent religious belief rather than something you've you sort of found out and go, okay, yeah, that sounds reasonable. I'll, I'll believe that or I'll accept it or not. Um, so, yeah, it does give this reaction to people. And uh, it is quite unfortunate because I was the same, you know, exactly the same way that when I first came across this information, um, people were talking about this in ooh, 20 it really blew up in 2014 i think mm. i i sort of found out towards the end of 2014 why did, why, why did it blow up then why what do you think was it what what happened around that time well um there's a few different stories but my take on it is um there's a guy called eric dubay d u b a y um he has been um you could argue the the, the guy who pushed this this new flat earth movement because it's never gone away um it's always been people who believed it. There's a flat earth society, which I'll get onto as a controlled opposition group. Um, but my understanding is by Eric that he basically found a load of old books that were written sometime around, you know, in the 1800s. Um, various, various books, including the one he particularly took and, and ran with, which was 100 proofs that the earth is not a globe. Um, he made a famous video, 200 proofs the Earth's not a globe. He just wanted to, to make the same one. But he essentially didn't come up with anything new. He just found this existing information, these books that were out of print, forgotten, buried, and just said, wow, 
oh my, this information needs to come out. And he sort of synthesized it for a, for a modern audience. Mm. Yeah, he'll be watching it on YouTube. Um, I mean, I've seen the video where he sort of goes through YouTube, Google Analytics of the ter- when the term was trending and spiking. And yeah, it's related to, to what he was putting out there. Um, there are many other players who, who've taken it on, but um, my understanding is that he was he was the one who pushed it. And even then, when I was a regular viewer of you know various conspiracy theories, you know, border TV and you're finding out new things every night online, um, that it was pushed for me. You know, it kept being suggested, and I kept sort of laughing, going, "What? I mean, even me." You know, I was uh, already my friends knew that. Wow, Jack's into a, John's into a few things, um, and uh, yeah, but it was it was too much for me, and it took a, took a few weeks. I went, okay, all right, I'll watch one, and then and then I sort of then it started really. Um, it's not my first experience of conspiracy, of course, but this took it to a, a new level. Um, just a sort of cold sweat, sitting down in disbelief, going shaking your head going i cannot believe this this is this, no 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 and you're sort of desperately trying to disprove this or find evidence mm. contrary and you know you, you go there for ages and it, it took me months and months before i'd even admit to myself um you know because I, I should give my give my background really i mean i've got a bachelor of sciences i'm a um in, in environmental science and a bit of geography as well so i'm not unfamiliar with with all these all these things and mm-hmm. um had to do essays on, on this sort of scientific topics in my time. Um, but it took me ages, took months before I went, wow. Yeah, after looking in the mirror and saying, I was completely wrong. I was completely fooled. I had to uh, throw my ego in the bin and essentially um, try and rebuild my, my knowledge from that point. It's, um, it's what is it, So what is it, uh, John? What, 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 what is... What does uh, someone who believes that the Earth is flat? What what do they believe? How, how is the world um, structured? What what does it physically look like if it isn't c- circular or s- spherical? Okay, yeah. So we're all told it's a it's a globe, a spinning globe that um, you know orbits around the sun, which flies through the galaxy. Um, you know, it's curved, it's spinning, and it flies through a humdrum part of the galaxy. You know, nowheresville in space, in your pretty much insignificant um the flat earth said you know with the advent of mod- modern cameras as well particularly allowed people to start testing their reality um there's a nikon p p900 which is a so like 83 times zoom camera so it's basically a cross camera and telescope and that allowed people to look look far distances and zoom in and go wow i can actually see that i can see across a vast expanse of water which um sort of raised questions with them why should i be able to see that if um, we are told that the the Earth is a ball of twenty five thousand miles approximately in circumference. Um, that would mean that there is, well, do it imperial, but there's eight inches per mile squared of curvature um, as you go further. Um, eight inches, thirty two inches, seventy two inches, and it will increase sort of exponentially. Yeah, so you shouldn't be able to see very very long distances. The the bend yeah. or the curve should prevent you from seeing it. Yeah, that that's right. You know the whole you know lighthouses um for mm. example there's a fantastic book you know people need to know exactly how far light lighthouses are what, how far you can see them away in order to keep themselves safe at sea and if you apply curvature mathematics to to lighthouses around the world i mean the, the lighthouse itself would be a pointless invention um and we can go through lots of examples of that but, but essentially the flat earth um i would say first off that we do not know i do not know we do not know 
I'm not even sure. Well, NASA certainly. If they know, they're they're lying about it. Mm. Um, but yeah, we couldn't. I couldn't find any curvature anywhere on Earth, and I couldn't find any evidence the Earth actually moved. So as far as far as I'm, I know, and this is a gen- generalization of, of people who believe yeah. gone star. Um, it seems to be a stationary plane, um, possibly ringed around by a ring of ice. Which you can argue is holding the holding in the the water, or it's a shoreline for further land. Um, we can talk about Antarctica, but that's about as far as you can go. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you have the North Pole in the middle, um, which again you're not allowed to really explore too much. You can't. No one flies over it. I think old maps have a lot of different areas of land up there, which, which make it interesting. But that, that's in the middle, and essentially um, you'd have your equator at where it is now on the globe, but in a, with the North Pole in the middle and a large ring of Antarctica around the outside. Um, continents as, as described, um, but yeah, I mean, there may be well be more land beyond Antarctica and there may be a lot more going on at the North Pole as well. But um, in terms of, you know, could you go east and west, circumnavigate the globe? Yeah, loads of people have done it. Um, I may actually say globe many times. It's just yeah, no, no. I understand. It's just uh, muscle memory. No, no. I I appreciate what you're saying. Yeah. So so when you say people have gone left and right, mm. that doesn't that suggest that it is it has to be circular if they because the, the, it can't be a point where no one has ever gone to the edge. Or are you exactly. saying that you're prevented by what? Well, in terms of going going east and west, say it's around the equator. Yeah, you can fly. You can go from go from the UK to America and onto onto Hawaii, Japan. I mean, you can go for a run around your neighbourhood. It, it doesn't make your neighbourhood a sphere. Um, if you're going east to west um, with the, with your compass always pointing north, and the problem with all this is very visuals are required to to really grasp it. But I'll try I'll try and do my best. Um, yeah, yeah. You've got a compass pointing north, and if you're heading east. You'll just be going in a circle, constantly being adjusted to because your your compass will point you north. If you're heading east, it will just flow around a circle. So like the, could be the equator, could be the Tropic of, of Cancer. Oh. You will go in that circle, sort of left to right, right to left, east to west, west to east, and you'll come back to where you started from just by holding a position of east or west. If that makes sense kind of i know i know my brain isn't i'm not best placed to ask these questions because i struggle sometimes to get quite simple concepts but if your compass is pointing north mm-hmm. and you continue to head east yeah then you re- you should at some point reach the end of the edge of the planet well if you're going in a circle say you're a dartboard that's what that's what we go we, we all know darts <laughs> North Pole is the bullseye, and say the say the equator we're going to go circumnavigate round is the sort of treble area. Yeah. So your compass will always be pointing to the north, which will be the bullseye, and you'll just travel around the bullseye. I understand. I understand. I understand exactly. Nah, yeah. So you're and looking down on it. If you're yes. if you're if you're always facing north, which is the, the North Pole being the centre of the Earth, then yeah. you're literally you're going around in a circle as opposed to just travelling true east. Yeah, yeah, that's right, and you'll, you'll in theory come back, come back to where you came from. Um, but you can do that east to west. You, no one's ever navigated the the globe north to south. 
Um, I assume they had, and people sort of say they they have, but if you look at the routes they take, including Michael Palin, you don't really go across Antarctica. You just sort of take a little detour on the edge of it, um, you know, see some penguins and go back up towards Patagonia or, or New Zealand, the usual stop-off points that are available there. Mm. If, if then, th- there must be a way to get to the edge. Yeah, um, well, and if you're going south... Why has no, uh, no one ever done it, I guess, is or have they? Well, uh, this is um, Captain Cook um, and many others tried to sail down to the southern latitudes, you know, from beyond Australia and New Zealand. And they always found that their navigations were miles off. They would find themselves in the in a place where they, where they didn't expect to be. Um, they couldn't work out why. Um, it's because if we imagine that dartboard again, if you imagine the double doubles area around the outer edge of the dartboard versus the treble area, that is a much wider area. Um, if you keep going south and the segment of latitude you're, you're tr- trying to navigate in gets wider and wider, your navigations will be off. Um, apparently, Captain Cook sailed around. His diary suggests about 60,000 nautical miles he did around the coast of Antarctica, um, which is which would seem within a reasonable approximation because um, anyway, anyone would agree that the equator is also about, about 25 thousand miles around you know that's 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 not debatable it's just the actual shape of after that mm. but um yeah the trouble is with going to antarctica is it's incredibly far it's incredibly inhospitable seas the supply lines are miles away and there's an antarctic treaty um which considering what's the 20th century was such a um a century full of war conflict um that this treaty was signed by all the major countries i think in 52 or 53 um and it prohibits um travel exploration uh, mining anything um from going down there you cannot go there um i think a guy was picked up in a boat down there um they don't have military patrolling the whole thing but they've got radar they've got planes and it's uh, only a few places where you get to stop off from mm. like argentina like uh, new zealand to get there um, yeah, people would love to be able to get access down to down to go there, um, but there appears to be a large ice wall, um, you know, hundreds of feet of, of sheer ice, um, stopping any further further transport. Even if you got there, you've got up the ice wall, you know, you've got to have some really good supplies, a lot of equipment, some a serious team. Um, try and emulate what uh, Admiral Richard Byrd did. Um, he was the U.S. Navy admiral that he did various operations, Operation High Jump deep freeze um these were in the late 40s 50 early 50s um when he was describing areas of land the size of the usa unexplored beyond the beyond the southern continent beyond the ice wall um and this yeah this guy's a he's a serious serious general high-ranking high-ranking guy who's you can hear him talk about it if you just type his name into byrd um, for Bird, um, it's an astonishing, astonishing interview to hear a man say that on television. Um, but yeah, there's certainly more down there, more that we aren't allowed to see, and more that I'd love to find out what's actually going on down there. Um, people describe a would describe as perhaps the location of the dome firmament, which is a some sort of barrier. Um, the exact nature of again, you can't be sure, um, which would appear to prohibit space travel. Um, which perhaps I probably should have started on space travel. Well, uh, yeah, I was thinking that as you were talking about, you know, I was thinking about astronauts and obviously SpaceX mm-hmm. and stuff. They're launching their rocket at the moment. Um, 
But I do want to talk about space for a second. But but before that, I just have one final question, just in case, uh, just about how this is structured. Sure. Is sure. it? I, I've seen a picture previously before I knew I was talking to you, but it's just stuck in my head of a, essentially a giant rock and a disc that's floating in space. Mm. Um, that that and then sitting on top of this giant rock is our planet, our Earth, as we. You know, yes, as, yes, that classic image, or or the image of a. Is that though? Is that real? Is that is that what the flat Earth has caught? constant that, that you know believe as a as a as a whole that that we, we are sitting on this rock that's floating in space no no and okay. this is the image okay. that the media will give you instantly if you search yeah. for you know flat earth on youtube these days it'll just give you endless sort of debunking um debunking videos which which don't stand up to scrutiny um but we'll have that image of this floating you know green and blue frisbee in space yes that's uh, that's what i've got in my head yeah yeah or a boat falling off the edge <laughs> sailing off the edge of a, of a disc which is exactly the image they want to put in your mind and it's that is ridiculous um yeah it's the entire cosmology that's that's rejected um this sort of flat stationary plane um has the the luminaries the stars and the wandering stars or the planets as they're, they're now known mm. they go over a pattern overhead as do the sun and moon these things are much much smaller than we've been told much much more local than we've been told um, that this is the center of the known universe and everything seems to go around us um, you can sort of verify this by any dark night if you can find polaris um it's usually the edge of the saucepan um the big dipper as a major yeah. if you follow that you'll find polaris if you can do a time lapse i mean you it's very difficult to do without decent quality um equipment but there's Endless people who've done it online. You can see the videos, the photographs. It's just concentric circles of stars going around Polaris as they do every single night. Um, but we're told that the Earth is is moving at a thousand miles an hour at the equator, um, while going at sixty six thousand miles an hour around the Sun, while the Sun goes at you know five hundred thousand miles an hour um, around the galaxy, and the galaxy is going at two point two million miles an hour. And these speeds uh, get ludicrous and incomprehensible, um, but you cannot detect or feel any of them. Um, at four different, four different spins of motion, four different types of movement, and nothing can be detected or, or measured. And if something cannot be measured, detected, is it is it scientific? Can it ever be a scientific anything scientific? Um, so well, if you go, wouldn't scientists who don't believe in the flat Earth say that they have scientific proof that this is a fact that the, the, the solar system or, or wherever you said it was is moving that quickly yeah i mean i thought well of course you know this is this been proven it's been done years ago there's there's no problem here i'll just uh, just find it out and um yeah but they build they build assumptions on assumptions equations on equations and they say well we have the mathematics and but oh. mathematics isn't isn't a scientific proof it's a it's a language to describe what your observations are um, it's not empirical evidence. Um, and you can make a mathematical model of the universe that works. And they pretty much have done for, for a lot of a lot of it. But it can bear absolutely no relation to reality, unfortunately. Um, the trouble is all these equations are so wrong in the end that they have to make up things like uh, dark matter and dark energy, which apparently make up, you know, 99% of the, the known universe. But we don't know what it is and can't detect it. But it has to be there or all equations are wrong. Um, so... If you start with fallacies, um, which the main one is, I think it's 
Hipparchus, um, Greek guy, thousands of years ago, allegedly, he said he was trying to triangulate the distance from Earth to the stars, and he described them as infinite distance away. And that infinite distance um, will impact on every equation to measure measure spin, rotation, etc., um, gravity, which we can come on to. Um, and if everything's built on a erroneous fallacy, then everything after that can be wrong as well. well but yeah, of course. Yeah, you did your time, your life. You've done your you've done your exams. You've got your job. And if your salary depends on you not believing something, then uh, it's going to be very difficult to change your mind. Um, but it's, well, go ahead. So, well, so, so, so when, when you leave Earth, actually, there's two things. I saw a video the other day mm. uh, where some guy had, he, he'd kept his camera in place uh, and then just filmed, right? And but he, what he did was focus on the moon. So he had a tracking on, on uh, some sort of tracking filter or i'm not sure what it is but in, in video in in post in, in in video and he'd stabilized the moon and you could see the you could see the um the the way the earth was moving and it and so that it looked like instead of the moon going around the earth the the earth itself was moving you're seeing how the earth moved in comparison to the moon uh this Which, just recently was it i think I yeah think it was like a couple of weeks ago on reddit i saw it it wasn't about flat earth or anything it was just someone said i did this it was cool yeah yeah you do find these, these videos come out as sort of um to try and combat and, and damage limitation um i haven't seen that one but i could pretty much guarantee it's some sort of it's a camera trick or or something like that i mean there's i mean it could easily be done like it's, yeah. it's it's easily created for sure I mean, the, the one way we could all do this to settle it, I mean, NASA gets something like $60 million a day and the European Space Agency gets loads as well. Just uh, just stick a GoPro on the moon. Just film the Earth spinning in space. I mean, you could do that. You could, um, doesn't need to be manned. You could do that for, ooh, do that for a couple of million off, off the top of my head. And then there'd be no argument whatsoever, would it? You could, the advertising of the live feed would, you know, pay for pay for itself. Everyone would want to see that. It'd be all day. It'd be stunning to watch. But uh, apparently they've never even thought of that one. Well, or, I would I would say that they would probably think that it's... it's uh, why would they do it if they already know? Well, yeah, but now everyone's going, hang on, do do, do we know? I mean, you didn't go well, to... Why don't, why don't Flat Earthers crowdfund to, to launch something? Or is it just not possible without... Well, it depends how high you want. I mean, Flat Earthers and, and many others have done amateur rockets now. Um, yeah. The GoPro, well, I should say first, the GoPro comes standard fitted with a fisheye lens, which will automatically give you a wider field of vision by, by curving the edges. Yeah. And so that, that's standard on GoPros and people say, oh, I've seen the curvature. But if you look at it on the ground when the rocket's taken off, the ground is curved. And then when they get up, it's also curved. So you've got to be careful of that. But yeah, I think people have gone up to 120,000 feet um, and it's absolutely still stationary. And the horizon from which the word horizontal is derived is completely flat and at eye level, always. Um, if, if the Earth were indeed a ball and you were rising high and high, you would have to look down to see the horizon as it, as it curved away from you. But the horizon, regardless of height, is always at your eye level. And it will, ri- it will rise to meet you as you rise. And that's, that's only possible on a, on a, on a flat plane. What so this is my biggest question. This is what always pops into my head, uh, and it, it's always there with a lot of conspiracy theories. But actually, anything that happens in my life, I tend to ask this question regardless of what it is. Um, why? What, what, what does it matter? Whether all right, it's flat. I believe you. It's flat. 
Now what? Yeah, um, that's that's the one. People, you know, you, you cannot believe such a lie has been told, and, and why on earth would they do it? Yeah. Um, the very best I can say um, is that it's you know errors were made thousands of years ago. Errors built on errors. You've got industry surrounding it, um, and you know only in the 20th century did they go up high enough to see that you know the Earth is can be can be viewed and can be you can make a make a judgment of what shape it is. Um, but the time they'd already you know the Universal logo I think was 1927 that started you know as as the globe as we know it. But how do they know? Hmm. Um, so so you've either you've been told a lot of lies. Um, or you've made mistakes, and now you, well, do you double down on your lies when you found out, as you're getting 60 million quid a day from the American public, in NASA's example, or do you fess up and say, no, we're completely wrong, and yeah, we've lost all credibility with you. Um, but it was it's a psychological, psychological operation, um, the moon landings were, to give people a different perspective of who they were, less of a perspective, in my opinion. To make you think that uh, you are this, this blue marble, blue dot in the middle of vast gulf of empty space, spinning in the middle of nowhere. Um, you're a complete accident of billions of years of, of so-called evolution. And the Earth will cool down and die as the sun one day. And so, you know, nothing really matters, essentially. It's, it's, it's a philosophy of that. Or are they actually hiding your, well divinity your your potential by saying by limiting your your perspective of what you can see if you are if this is the, actually the center of the universe if the stars and sun and moon do indeed go around us as as they as they, anyone can verify for themselves i challenge anyone to do so then this 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 matters this is the center of the universe and therefore it was created i mean that's the only conclusion you can come to i was going to uh, ask so is this is that is this in line with creationism um, do flat earthers are they also creationists um well it's difficult to generalize on on these growing millions of people movement there will be some um for me i was i was never a never a religious person i'm not now uh, i'm not no interest in any following any major religion although this has changed my my perspective on who i am where i came from and how long my species has been here um but you, you will get Christians who particularly will, will support the Big Bang cosmology, um, even though it sort of would contradict the Bible. Um, but, if, yeah, from my perspective, it's, it's a you know, religion and the flat earth tend to be pushed together as well by the media to make you think that, well, these people are just crazy Bible thumpers. And but there's plenty of yeah, people like me or you know, actual scientists, you know, qualified people who, who would say exactly the same thing. I have no interest in religion. Um, yeah, religion is 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 one thing that can can cloud people's uh, judgment on 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 certainly things like this, which which makes it difficult to to get clear. Yeah, I know I can understand that, and 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 um, you know linking those things because people's prejudice, prejudices with religion and what they think of people who are deeply religious and believe the world's created. Um, mm. They they bring they will, will transfer those prejudices to someone who is believes the earth's flats as well but you know, as i'm talking to you john it, 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 i feel like you're quite disgruntled about a lot that you've been taught or we've all been taught are you yeah. would you say you're more inclined to believe conspiracies than the vast majority of people um well i mean so i spent my life at school you know i went to university i had to pass exams and all these things i had to learn them repeat them 
write them down, you know, got through my education system, but then sort of found out that a lot of things that I did learn weren't true. Um, so, yeah, it's a bit disappointing that I wasted a lot of time, although I'm very happy to uh, restart my second uh, second wave of education from my mid-20s onwards. Um, but, yeah, well, you will believe a conspiracy and it does make you more likely to believe others because yeah. you find they're connected. If you find, you know, <laughs> for argument's sake, the Earth's a flat stationary plane. I mean, can you get a bigger lie than that? And if you verify that and we're like, wow, I mean, that just opens the door to what else is a lie? And <laughs> and it's just a, one of the biggest. Um, it's up there, um, but it will have a domino effect. Uh, if you'll you'll look at that with an open mind, then you'll look at something else with an open mind, and then basically everything you've been ever told and forced down your brain that was that's this, it's this, um, is probably not. Um, and you know, most people aren't in on it. Who propagate these these lies? They just they're just doing their jobs, or they're just towing the line of the company, or you know, keeping their head down and getting on with their life. Um, people don't want to stick their heads up too much, but there are now. There are literally millions of people who are now, and this this has got too big to ever be contained, um, and it, and it, it cannot be because once an idea reaches, you know, um, I think there was a, I think there was a Sun article with Carl Froch, the boxer. I think, That's I mean, right. Yeah. Was it one in five or one in ten? I can't remember, but I mean, it was it was above one in ten as far as I know, which is an astonishing number if you take that to to the world, and that's a that's a critical mass of idea which now. It cannot be killed. Um, so what they're trying to do is desperately attack anyone who goes against the, the TV narratives, exactly the same with, with COVID or any, any other, any other uh, thing, and completely censoring information. So if you didn't find out about it already, and if you were a casual, interested observer, um, wanted to just, oh, I'll type into YouTube, and the first, the first 20 things you'll see is, why flat earthers are stupid? Well, you know. And those videos will be, <coughs> for most people, to go, oh, well, well complete rubbish then because they never had the chance to, to look at anything else but um, i mean i can happily leave links for any interested listeners That's i can I put them yeah you can send me over and i could definitely um just drop them in the uh, description as as these as these go out for sure yeah. i think some people might be interested I'm, I'm always interested in these things i don't think anyone's i don't think less of someone because they believe something that i don't um i i do i i, I struggle even though you've you've explained it <laughs> to really get my head around what 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 you're actually saying and um and, and it's tricky for me to 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 believe that so many people in the same way that like i, I struggle to believe like, i meet people that i consider to be very intelligent but do believe that there is a god above us that's created us all and mm. um, but but my where i the, the life that i've led and how i've arrived at my current feelings and what i feel about the world i can't understand how anyone could re reach that conclusion but mm. I'm not, I'm not disdainful of them for for yeah, um, for, for having this. And, you know, you find a find a middle ground. You often will with with most people at some point. So so, what, by the same token, I don't understand why people care that the Earth is flat. I also don't understand why people care that people care that the Earth is flat. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Well, I don't yeah. understand why there is specific, specifically around flat earthing, flat earths, the flat earthers. Is there such sort of ridicule and disdain towards people that believe it? Where do you, do you think that's a part of the conspiracy as well? Um, yeah, I mean, it's it, it, you know, your people will be, you'll see them, their face will change into a snarl. Yeah. I mean, they will, you know, it's like your 
you're attacking something a deeply held belief of theirs, which essentially you are. That you live on, live on a globe and the blue marble and that sort of stuff. It, it's, it was in there. It was in people's brains, programmed by the media before they could think. And this is you are threatening them with a, with a new paradigm that they're not happy about, not used to. And yeah, and the reactions are, you know, it's it's chilled out a little bit because uh, most of my people who know me sort of aware of this now. And a, a few people are on board. A few people have gone. Hmm. And a few people just, yeah, you know, they'll never talk about it ever. It's, uh, you know, it cannot. They will they will shut down their mental program, or leave the room. So this is this is not something I can even stand. Which in uh, and then the media's done their job really because all well, of you had that experience where you'll be talking and someone was had to physically leave the room. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean these are these are people I know, you know, um, family members. You know when it's not so bad now, but you know twenty sort of fifteen, sixteen, seventeen. Um, you know I don't I don't like to bang on it to about these things too much but i'll happily talk if anyone if anyone asks and it's yeah it's, i was gonna say is was this more about how you was delivering the, the the information or was it they were just like i can't stand this conversation because it's uh, a bit of both i mean i i probably you know we go back a long way a lot of these people I might have annoyed them in other ways <laughs> during the past <laughs> but yeah i mean it's it's the, just the very concept and the very the triggered reaction it, it, it gives to people i mean mm. I anyone if you know one hour of your life See how see how silly it is. Either either start reading a book, or or a great video because the visuals are really important for this. Because you know, I'm trying to describe something that's very difficult to describe. Yeah, props. Definitely gonna uh, definitely gonna have a look at it for sure. Um, and obviously, you should like in in terms of any conversation, especially important now because of what's happening in the US at the time of recording. That open dialogue and, and conversation is is the, the the fruit of progress, isn't it? Absolutely, yeah. Allows you to do that. Allows people to talk talk freely in their own time without you know being squashed into advert breaks and Mm. uh, being the host's you know perspective and you know introducing new introduce topics and just giving it a sort of skirting over it. it. It's good that this this format has allowed people to really explore interesting and sort of diverse topics. Um, Many have weight, some don't. Um, But yeah, it's it's worth (laughs) opening your mind and going. All right, what have you got to say? You've got ten minutes to convince me, or you know, at least give give it a go, give it a go. It's one of these things that's uh, it's not going away. And even if even if you think it's ridiculous and say I could just be a flower through an argument, you should find out what they're saying, find out what the what the the model is, rather than just taking that that picture of this this blue frisbee and going, well, that's ridiculous. Well, yeah, it is ridiculous. That's not something that we would do. Mm. Or we would we would push. It's what the media would push. So you think it's ridiculous? It's an it's, it's an information war out there. I think the problem the problem is is that people approach these conversations from the wrong place rather than it being mm-hmm. a, simply about finding out um like you know when we started this podcast it was about me trying to fig- figure out or, or just listen to you talk about what you believe in without mm. without the other person going well you're a fucking idiot because of that <laughs> you know, I don't believe you so you're an idiot kind of thing it's not ah. it's, I see that the older I get I see more conversations like that where it's really not about trying to understand the other person it's really about uh trying to push through your idea so much so that if they either they back down or fight back and then yeah. you, there's no progress being made if you sit back and go actually i'm willing to listen like i mean to be fair uh, in this conversation i still don't believe the earth is flat i'm going to watch the videos right. I, 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 I've got to know. minutes then my god i'll be, yeah. I'll be locking <laughs> you up exactly no, no. <laughs> um so yeah so 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 the idea is is that if the earth was proved to prove to be flat then then uh, the domino effect of, of uh, would be that the, the, all of the conspiracies would be open to 
to um I think it's a gateway gateway to opening a lot more possibilities in your life. Um, so it's an invested, the vested interest of the powers that be to, to maintain this light so that nothing else falls apart. Yeah, I mean, you, you, your money from space, if you're most simple level in conspiracy, you could say, well, all the money they get for these nonsense space things, the, you know, the fake moon landings, the International Space Station, which is the most embarrassing. I mean, I can't believe people, all the glitches, all the nonsense, all the, they never film anyone coming in and out of it. They built it. At seventeen and a half thousand miles an hour in space, apparently, which would make a hell of a construction video, which we'd all like to see, but um, it doesn't exist. <laughs> so, it's, <laughs> so like in my, so what you've just said is that the that one day they just started perpetuating this image of a space station that's up there that people live on. Um, they did the nine, late nineties, I think they were talking about the you know we're going to build a space station, then suddenly there it was, and we're shipping our shipping our astronauts or cosmonauts up there using Russian technology ships because uh, NASA doesn't get enough money of their own to make one, apparently. Mm. Um, and, yeah, there, and there it is. And, you know, it's it's going at 17,500 miles an hour. There's And in space, of course, there's it's basically a vacuum. Um, there is no – there's no way to heat or cool this um, this thing that's in a therm – you know, in the thermosphere – which is supposed to be, you know, thousands of degrees centigrade, which is higher than the melting point of the materials it's made of. Um, same for satellites. And if you have like a thermos flask, it has a vac tiny vacuum barrier which stops the transfer of heat, so it keeps your drink cool or hot, depending on when it would be came in. Um, but in a vacuum, so there's no way to transfer heat in space. Uh, there's no way for the regulation of the heat for these, uh, these metal panels. You know, these things. It's a metal box essentially. Um, so it must be a nightmare to be on there. Um, they're all looking very groomed, nice haircuts. You know, the women wear ridiculous hairspray as well, which gives them this sort of zero gravity look, which they do. It's, uh, it's the deception is is ridiculous. You cannot believe you fell for it once once you get there. But it's it's difficult to get there because yeah, I mean, you're you're having to say to yourself, I was a fool, I was lied to, and for a long time. And so it's a bit of an ego death. But, um, yeah, I challenge anyone to look at the space station or, or the moon landings. Um, probably best to start there, really. And then once well, that, you get that seems like one of the oldest, um, the oldest conspiracies, isn't it, about the moon landing? Everybody knows about that being that being a conspiracy. There's, there's, I, I think one of the things I remember, and I don't know if this is 100% true, but the, the idea that the thickness of the shuttle, the chassis of the shuttle, was needed to be something like six feet thick in oh, order yes. to... <laughs> Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, 
HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Sustain the pressure or something. Uh, yeah, and it's basically made of, you know, like um, gaffer tape and curtain rods. If you zoom into it in cardboard, I mean, it is a disgrace, that Moonlander. And uh, I almost feel sorry for, for Neil Armstrong, Buzz Aldrin. They just had to lie all their entire lives about this. At least Neil Armstrong, had, you know, he hid away because he was too ashamed. But Buzz Aldrin, if you look up Buzz Aldrin telling a little girl we didn't land on the moon, which he did um, <laughs> last year or the, or the year before, I mean, he's openly admitting it. Maybe he's making his peace. You know, he's an old man who's had to force his forced to lie his entire life. But the, the moon landing story is so, so ludicrous now. Um, you know, you've got astronauts saying, well, you know, we lost all the technology and it'd be a painful process to big, build it back up again. Like, yeah, I mean, gaffer tape, curtain rods and cardboard. I think we can, uh, I think we've got the resources in a local WH Smith to make your moon lander. Um, yeah. I, I also, I, I, the politically it was important that, that to admit to the US that they, that they got up there and did it. Mm, absolutely. They had the means to lie. They had the motive to lie. And, and yeah, and they, and they did it. And people say, well, the Russians would have said something. But then <laughs> you realise that the Russian effort, the Mir space station, their, their landings, you know, when uh, they're all in on the same lie. The JAXA, the Japanese one. You've got countries like uh, Angola, Bulgaria launching satellites because, you know, if, if NASA are taking the piss to that degree, then why don't we do it? Because they can't call, <laughs> you can't call them out because... Mm. They'll call you out. It's, um, you know, it's a way to siphon off taxpayer money for black ops. I mean, God knows what they actually spend this money on because they produce CGI garbage that would have you know, disgraced uh, films in the uh, early 90s. What, um, do you, what do you do with this information, though? Like, like how, do, do you just sit there and, and, and how does it make you feel inside with the assumption that you, that, or if I agree with you that we're being lied to, how, how does that make you feel day to day? Are you, are you able to just carry on and just... just or does it, is this what drives you? Um, yeah, I mean, at the beginning, particularly, it was it was difficult. I mean, it was a sort of a long, dark night of the soul, and you find out, wow, that that's a lie, that's a lie. You know, actually, well, bloody, hell, I did a did a module on that evening. That's complete nonsense as well. And it, yeah, it, it we, we sort of go for a bit of yeah, a bit of anger at the beginning, and then, but then it's ultimately very liberating. Um, if you can to watch liars lying on TV is actually quite funny now. Um, I'm tuning into SpaceX and Tesla and see whatever nonsense they're producing, and they, you know, it, it's amusing now. But it's and it did cause me some friction with 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 colleagues, with friends, family. I haven't lost anyone too dear to me. Um, but I'll give you an example of my father. You know, he he's got a very romantic attachment to the moon landings. He remembers that time. He remembers all the events. He remembers, you know, meeting my mother around that time. And he's he's got this romantic attachment to that event that was such an incredible thing when you know, yeah, yeah, the tv channels they all watched it and it was it was a perfect psychological operation and he will he will get very upset about it so i get to the point with 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 him people you know people i love and close so i think i've just got to cut my losses here i'm just you know i'd rather have a good relationship with him in his later years than, than antagonize him too much um but these days yeah i just i just sort of share information and you know you'll find the people who are interested they will pick it up and they'll go well what about this have you got anything else and then because you can't ram this down anyone's throats you can't force anyone to learn about something they're not interested in doing or they're not ready 
mentally um they might <laughs> yeah is it okay for people just to say i don't really care either way i just want to go on with my life or yeah. would say they were part of the problem well i mean they're you know everyone's entitled to, to go about their go about their life as they wish without you know people banging information at them um, but that sort of question oh, what difference does it make if the earth's flat it's not so much the shape it's the lie the lie mm. that big it, it, these huge lies are always kept by uh, public incredulity you just cannot believe a lie would be that big i think it was goebbels who said you know tell a lie keep it simple and keep repeating it and then people will eventually believe it and it's just repetition and you'll see constant references to to space constant references to to planet space all this sort of you know children's toys and they just have to keep reinforcing it all the time um and but eventually i mean the moon landing at the 50th anniversary i thought that would be the end i thought no way can they keep this nonsense up i mean 50 years <laughs> no one's been back but no no the uh you know they can still do it and they still they you know i don't know what year if they get to 70 years is that ridiculous for you can't you kind of test people like if they know one back in 80 years would that still be credible for you and you can sort of get people to go mm, yeah it'll be a bit strange but you literally cannot get people to think like you would want them to you cannot get people to read or watch anything they don't want to with the vast amount of choice they've got you just you just look for the curious minds the ones who are going all right you tell me about this and i've got some questions for you i'm like all right great great you know and i, I don't i don't go up to strangers in pubs um but i'm known as the go-to guy if there's a random conversation and they'll call john john come and help out with this you know this guy says this what's, what's your opinion and i'm always happy to give it i'm a lot less um antagonistic um, you know, because people just call you call you thick, crazy, whatever to your face, and you get your back up a bit. These mm. days, what was zen about it? Go, right. No worries, mate. This one's not for you, not this time. But it might be, might be in a couple of years. Um, whichever conspiracy you, you take, and you sort of pull the loose thread, be it be it the moon landings, be it this COVID stuff, be it be it the flat Earth. Be it that, for example, Paul McCartney, not the original Paul McCartney, um, from the Beatles, you might be a That's right, yeah. And if um, you follow that, I mean, like, do you believe oh, that. that one? Like, so for people who don't know, the idea was Paul McCartney died in a car accident, is that right? I'm a big fan of the Beatles, yeah, so yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm kind of aware of it. And they replaced him with a looky likey, uh, whose name was Billy oh, Shears. Billy Shears, yeah, and, and obviously the reference in the in the song. Um, yeah. and, and it's an astonishing yeah. book you should read if you're ever interested in that it's the memoirs of billy shears um there's the the 999-09-2009 edition and they made the uh 2019 edition as well the red and blue versions it's like um this the guy who's been playing paul mccartney for the last 50 years his autobiography but written written in a way that um legally speaking no one would be in trouble mm-hmm. um it's sort so of encoded it as, it, as fiction and stuff. yeah legally it's fiction you know no one's been sued about the book there are some astonishing details in there which you can try and verify all these details timelines and they, and they all check out and there's some great work by a guy called mike williams um sage of quay an american guy who's really gone into the beatles on that um but again it's for our generation you know i'm in my late 30s we can look at these things and go okay possibly think about it but for yeah like for the baby boomer generation again you are attacking your beatles the moon landing these are deeply um, ingrained things in their heart, which they uh, are, and they're not. Gonna, they're not going to get. They're not going to look you, at it. Did you fine. know that uh, John Lennon referenced this conspiracy in a song uh, that it was like a beef song that he had with Paul McCartney after they split up, called Thanks. "How Do You How Do You Sleep?" Oh, um, I've 
something, but yeah, go on. Yeah, his his line was those freaks were right when they said you would that you was dead. So they <laughs> they were aware of it. He yeah. would he would have called those conspiracy theorists freaks as they did at that time. That could be a part of the wider conspiracy, isn't it? Um, yeah, but um, it's it's an interesting one. But I always 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 tend to come to the same same uh, sort of place when thinking about it. It's why I'm interested in other people and what they have to say. But all right, so Paul McCartney died, um, and they replaced him with this guy. Just he wasn't in the Beatles anymore. All probability he's not around anymore. But okay, know. sorry. So whatever it might be, yeah. I mean, whether he's he's been removed or he's ill or. or, or it, it, it wasn't enough for him. They had to find the new. Uh, it wasn't. Too, it was too much for him. Whatever. But um, I always think, well, they made some great stuff after that. <laughs> the music yeah. was really good. What? There's no harm, no foul. They continued to make their living. It's, yeah, brilliant musician, Mr. Billy Shears. But he's. I guess, like in that instance, it's just it's a bit of pop culture, isn't it? It's entertainment, whereas other things have a little more of a political leaning that could potentially be more damaging. Um, one, one, thing, one more thing on the, the flat earth. Um, where does the sun and moon go? Does it go underneath? Or? Um, well, no, they don't go anywhere. Um, you're, you have a limit of your perspective. If you're, say, at sea level, you can probably see, see about three miles away. Or, or if you're looking down, uh, down a long road with, with telegraph poles or streetlights on both sides, they get smaller and smaller and they converge into the middle, like looking down a railway track and you'll see yeah. it's converging to your vanishing point. Vanishing point, yeah. Yeah, people can only see so far. The sun and the moon sort of rotate following each other, same size, um, similar similar distance from Earth, and they, they just go out of your vision. And you'll see brilliant sun sunset effects. Notice it's called the sunset, not the Earth set, not spinning backwards at a thousand miles an hour. <laughs> the sun is moving. And they'll get smaller and smaller to the horizon. Sometimes they'll look very big due to um, atmospheric conditions. Um, but you, you can't see that far due to, you know, the limit of your eyes, the, you know, fog, dust, weather, particles, smog, anything. You, you know, you cannot see, you know, I, if you go down to the Kent coast, you might be able to see France from Dover perhaps. But it's a, yeah, it has to be a clear day. And that's 20, 20 odd miles. But you can with like a telescope. Um, well, yeah, I mean, the, the, the telescope can be bringing what, what's, what's it possible to see. You know, it's, uh, if you get a sun setting, say if you're down by the beach and get the sun set across the water, if you get this sort of really good camera and zoom in, suddenly the sun will pop up above the horizon. And there's, there's some great videos on YouTube of people have done that. Cause it's not disappearing um, below, a, below the curvature of the Earth. It's just going out of your vision. Um, in the same way that perhaps we're, you know, we're sitting on a field and I watch you walk away from me, um, you know, perhaps 100 metres away, and you'll start to disappear from the legs. The legs will go first, and it will just be the, the top of your head will be the last thing I see when I cannot see you anymore a few hundred metres away, depending on various atmospheric conditions. Um, but, yeah, they never go anywhere. Um, so just go around. How, 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 if you... It, it, did I, do you know, has it been calculated the size of the Earth if it was flat from one side to the other? Um, we'll say, yeah, the middle of the Earth, the equator, so that treble line of the dartboard, yeah, 25,000 miles as described. But I think the outer ring, um, yeah, I mean, Captain Cook's estimate about 60,000 nautical seems a reasonable guess. Um, but yeah, what, what's further on than there? Is that the end? Are there, are there multiple Earths within a icy, you know, the pocket, pockets of ice where there's a... Oh, I see. So if it just if the ice just kept going, yeah, that that, that that who's just to say that there isn't 
a re- replica of what we've got here or something similar in other pockets of ice. So yeah. it's really, it, it, it could be infinite in its own right. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know. So, love- so it isn't necessarily, so I'm getting it, I'm getting it. So it's, like, it's not necessarily a disc floating in space. It's no. that, is that even there at all? And this sphere, uh, sorry, this this flat earth could mm. go on indefinitely, yeah. hypothetically. Yeah, absolutely. It could go on for thousands of miles. Like I said, Richard Byrd, the the Admiral, American Admiral, said it was, you know, he saw land as, you know, as big as the US beyond beyond Antarctica. Unexplored. Um, you know, why would why would he say that? There's a lot of it always been interested in Antarctica from from various countries, you know, Nazi. Was he Jam. old when he said it? Was he old? Because he could he have been ill? I don't I mean the guy the guy's probably about sixty odd. He's a you know, he's a four star general. I mean this guy oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, he's a, oh, admiral. Sorry, I'm quite. Yeah, honest. yeah, no, still, you know, respected. Yeah, yeah. Oh, the one thing I flat Earth, I didn't. I don't think I mentioned water. The fundamental. Um, we are all made of water. We we need water to survive. The Earth surface is apparently seventy, what seventy seventy five percent water. Um, a body of water cannot have a convex surface. I mean, this has never been demonstrated to happen. Um, it cannot be demonstrated. You can have a meniscus, you know, like over your, um, perhaps your eye. Um, yes. You can have a raindrop, which will be, of course be curved, but it will fall, splash, and eventually form a puddle. Water will always flow downhill and find its level and remain flat and less disturbed. Um, if people are saying that there's a, you know, between, say, New York and and the UK, there's you know, 3,000 miles of Atlantic. Um, I'm not quite sure how much curvature would that be, but it's, it's a hell of a lot. Um, we're saying at what at what scale do the properties of matter cease to exist? You know, you can have a a, a, a pint, a bucket, um, you know, a swimming pool, a lake, an ocean. These are all the same substance. They all obey the same physics. Um, water cannot curve. It's just never been demonstrated it's possible to do so. Um, and they'll say, well, it's gravity. But it's okay. If gra- gravity cannot be described, measured, or its method of action described. Um, but how can... How can water curve if it's never been shown to? Um, if it's not, in his, if if you use a spirit level, the classic thing for for level, you know, and a build and a builder would use that. Use the property of a fluid. So if you've got it perfectly level, and there's only one level, you know, level in level in Britain is uh, level in anywhere else, um, then that uses the property of fluid to have that bubble in the middle of the on the very top in the middle to show you it's absolutely flat. Um, and sea level, of course, is a clue in the name. Sea level, sea level in Dover is the same as sea level in Delhi, Dhaka, and Darwin. You know, it doesn't matter. It's that sea level. Um, you can't have sea level on a globe. Yeah. Yeah. You can't use a compass. Or if you're in Australia and you want to go, all right, which way is north? How do you, how does a compass work on the underside of a ball with any accuracy? Um, how would a periscope work? How would a lighthouse work how would a, a sextant work all the devices and you think well actually if there was a, a wall of curved water these devices wouldn't work um and if the, the world i should tell you quickly uh, the world record photography um i think it's from france to the swiss alps um picked uh, finistrel something like that but you, you can find it but again i'll provide a link for that one i think that's about 270 miles that pictures from uh from France to a Swiss mountain. And, you know, these things would never, it shouldn't be possible to see if you apply the alleged mathematics of the globe to real world observations. Um, if you do a laser test across water, which loads of people are doing amateurs, you can buy one of those laser pens and a, 
you got your decent camera, even your phone camera can pick up the, the flash perhaps across across a bay. They do it down in Worthing, places like this, all around the coast of the UK and the world. They're doing sort of you know, laser tests and they're finding there's absolutely no curvature of the water. Um, but this was done hundreds of years ago by a guy called Samuel Robotham. Um, and I'll leave the link to his book as well. He was uh, called Parallax, his name was. And he did loads of experiments, particularly one in Bedford on the canal where he was doing looking for... a looking for curvature within six miles and, and couldn't find any. If you can't find curvature in any bit of water, then either the rest of the water must be super curved to compensate for that, or water is water and, and cannot curve. And it's that's the one that sort of, you know, it's a bit of a slam dunk for me, but it's still people sort of look at your open mouth going, no, water water must be able to curve. <laughs> like, well, if you can give me one, one demonstration of that then uh you know i'm i'm ready to reconsider anything but uh you know i mean they would fluid. they that it would be that though wouldn't it It would be the fact that it was spinning and gravity holds the water. yeah I mean, gravity is a theory built on a theory and if something's been a theory for a few hundred years and not become a law then it's yeah it was an idea that was, was okay um but it has no method of action there's no way you know gravity is gravity doesn't work underwater of course you know if you just uh if you take a big breath in, you'll rise with buoyancy. If you breathe all the air out of your lungs, you start to sink. Um, if you put an orange and a lemon in water, one of them floats, one of them sinks. So, I mean, gravity can keep trillions of tonnes of curved water clinging to the outside of a supersonic ball. Um, but it can't <laughs> track down a line. Um, this, is, this is where people might get frustrated listening to this because yeah. I don't, I'm sure there will be a scientist out there who would have to explain that, that I can't. But well, yeah, buoyancy and density was how they'd explain it. Um, buoyancy and density are real things. If you know, people say, if you don't believe in gravity, why don't you jump off a cliff? I say, all right, I'll jump off a cliff. And my body will be a lot heavier than the surrounding medium, so it will fall until I hit the water. When I'll be lighter than my surrounding medium, so I will float. So <laughs> there so, you go. No, that that makes sense. Uh, so so you're so you're you're saying that um, space travel has never existed there's been no one that's ever gone into space and there's been no ability to photograph the earth from space and yes. everything we've seen is untrue or, or a fabrication yeah no one's been past low earth orbit i think they class that as up to up to about 250 miles um, which is claimed to be where the, the space station is um yeah i mean you can get various there's three or four different people including nasa employees and president obama going yeah one day we'd like to leave at low earth orbit you go whoa hang on you did it in the 60s, six mm. times in a row, <laughs> without any losing a single person. You know, what about that little um, truck that went to Mars? Well, the rover, yeah. I mean, it's uh, it's amazing how how much uh, parts of Mars look like Ireland. <laughs> you, can, you know, they just have red, red tilt right. Someone's cleaning the dust off, which is good as well. And I, I don't know about you, but I want some of that Wi-Fi. I mean, this connection's been good, but man, if I could... Beam it back over hundreds of millions of miles across empty space. I mean, wowzers! You know, I did. Uh, I did think that. Like, and I'm, I'm sure. Again, I just assume that someone knows. Much, obviously, someone knows much better than me. And um, we all assume. Yeah, um, and, and do you know what? Like, deep. Like, I'm I'm comfortable with it. Like, I'm 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 okay with it. I don't want. And this probably where where you get infuriated. Where, where some people get infuriated with people that have these beliefs and that that the. the, the, the apathy from people is probably as infuriating to you or or, or your or other people that believe the stuff you do but i don't I, i'm interested in it but i don't care enough to to apply it to my own life um, if i watch something like 
we mentioned when we spoke on the phone before, I watched this thing called Zeitgeist, which is a really cool movie yeah. about um, it's about banking, right? And, mon- and money. It was literally 20 years ago. 11 and sort of, yeah, it ties in a lot of different themes. Um, yeah, really back- very cool. Very cool conspiracy movie. And I was so moved by it that I actually created CD. I, I burnt the, the, the film on CDs and I would just leave them in libraries and <laughs> good stuff it's legendary i like that i was well i was just i was like i was in i was all in and nothing <laughs> none, none not a lot in that film is so it's within the realms of what's believable to someone who isn't that way inclined you know what i mean yeah absolutely and i'd say that you know they did the moon landings and 9-11 were, were huge gateways to get to flat earth i don't it's been very difficult for somebody just to get into flat earth even if yeah, in my in my words, and I think you can verify this. That you can prove it. You can prove it easily, hundred hundred different ways, no problem. But your mind cannot accept it. But if you if you're prepared to say, okay, yeah, I think that uh, you know the '60s Apollo program was complete nonsense. Um, and if you you know if you watch those buildings explode, on as I did when I was, what was I, 19 years old and going, hang on. There's something amiss here, and then you know you go down the 9-11 rabbit hole, which you can do do so infinitely and still can. Um, yeah. But that kind of doesn't matter now. It was it, it was dodgy. It was an inside job. We can argue about the details of how they did it a million different ways. Um, it's kind of a waste of time. And flat Earth me is kind of I've done. You know I all right I I accept that it's, it's where it's taken me spiritually. It's um, it's the possibilities it's opened up to me. It's the it's free energy, the electromagnetic universe, which has opened up new possibilities um, to me recently. And it's, yeah, once you accept the Earth's flat, it's, you know, you, you can kind of move on, but it, it, will, it will change your perspective on everything. Right, so you're not like crusading about this. This is just something that you've learned, you hold within you and you believe, um, but yeah. you, you've moved on. It doesn't dominate your life because it when did. you say conspiracy, yeah, it did, it did. But it, when you say conspiracy theorists, you think of someone who's, got shit posted all up on the wall um their wives have left them their friends don't talk to them anymore and they're like jittery and on the phone all the time <laughs> yeah it's the classic sort of image of the guy and the guy in his basement yeah wearing yeah. a tinfoil hat yeah. they don't make they make tinfoil out of uh, aluminium now which is actually a, a receptor um <laughs> as opposed a, to a receptor t- so what what's that where's that come from the, the tinfoil hat what is that just a what is that i, I think mean, not exactly origin, but it's a classic thing. Um, it's like the, the whole term conspiracy theorist was um, invented by the CIA um, to put a pejorative term towards people who had questions about JFK assassination and the Warren Commission's finding. I mean, there's actual documents to show that, yeah, we're going to use this word, this term conspiracy theory, and we're going to weaponize it. And so as long as you can make people instantly associate with anybody who's got a different opinion outside of the media that they are a conspiracy theorist, and a conspiracy theorist is automatically bad, stupid crazy you know lives in his basement whatever um then you can make people not look at information whatever the quality of the information if they won't actually look at it from the beginning go all right you tell me what you've got which very few people these days can um then yeah it can be very frustrating i think i did crusade a little bit uh sort of five years ago i couldn't stop talking about it and yeah roughed a few people up the wrong way but some people were wanting to know more um but yeah these days um you know, you sort of a way to you wouldn't get into flat earth. You'd say yeah. you might up at the moon if you're out in you know, pub, pub garden or something. Oh, you know, wow, does it look that big to you? Do you, do you think they landed on there? And if someone goes, oh yeah, I'm not sure about that story, then you can sort of yeah, all right, this person's this person's got questions already. You know, you can't just go the earth flat and you know 
people people will probably punch you. You're in a you're in, you you're in a relationship, right, John? Yeah, yeah. I'm actually uh, yeah. I'm, I've got a fiance. I've got a I've got a reasonable job. You know, it's all my life's been pretty good. I'm on furlough. You know, getting paid into sitting. <laughs> do, do back how, how have you found it? Are you set up or do you want to go back to work? Uh, no, the weather's been so great that I've been really enjoying myself. Um, I've done loads of DIY. I've just you know, I've just finished putting a dartboard on my fence with a sort of pallet surround. Um, so I'm getting you know getting good at darts. The one game which I could still be world champion at. So I think you know You've still got yeah. time. <laughs> yeah. Do you, do you, um, do you, on on the dartboard have you got like sort of the equator and you have got the North Pole in the middle? I should self overimpose this sort Definitely. of yeah, dartboard. 100 percent that's it that was that was when now that when as soon as you said that that that's what that helped me that that in terms of getting my head around what, yeah, what it is you're that one before but yeah i'm gonna eat the dartboard everyone knows that yeah yeah it's a good one um uh, so but but what i was gonna ask about your partner uh is the were you together before you had that revelation and did she get sick of you talking about it or did you manage to convert her well, um, yeah, I got with her, you know, seven odd years ago, um, and this was this was during the sort of second awakening period, um, but before Flat Earth. Um, and she, yeah, the best thing about her is she didn't grow up watching loads of TV. She didn't grow up, you know, so she doesn't have all these ideas banged into her head, and she didn't do a science degree whereby she'd have to, you know, piss on the memory of what she did at university or anything. So she's quite open-minded, um, and not, you know, not there, but I don't, I don't sort of force it on her. It's been sort of a gradual drip thing, um, with her. So yeah. it's important to you that she believes in what you believe. It's important to me that she's not taken in by too much lies. You know, if I could prove something's a lie to her and say, look, come on, yeah. uh, that, that, you know, that, that's important. But yeah, I've realized that you can't, you can take a horse to water, but you can't make anyone see that it's flat and level. Yeah, well, just for a record, you're definitely not you're not calling your missus a horse, there, are you? Just, just, just <laughs> no, figuratively speaking. I have given her a long face. A couple of times. <laughs> <laughs> but no, um, yeah, it, it, she, she she's great. She understands. Um, but yeah, it, it, this doesn't dominate my sort of output and conversation like it probably did sort of five years ago. And you just can't believe you find this stuff out. And you just want to tell everybody. And you're like, I, I just yeah. need to show this information. The world's going to change overnight. And you're like. Oh, well, that was disappointing, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, it's, that's when you ho- have something and you, well, you it's part of being human, what you want to share something that you feel passionate about. And, um, you know, sometimes that can be harmful when, you know, people harboring uh, aggressive or, say, you know, racist views or whatever it might be. Mm. But often when you just have information, it's, it's a key part of being alive and being a good human being to want to share information you feel has benefited you. Yeah, um, yeah. I'm and you say, oh, I can't like believe seeing a good DVD you watched, you'd tell everybody, wouldn't you? So if you yeah. had something that you considered to be so important like that, you naturally would be impe- compelled to, to share that information. Yeah, yeah. And um, you realise who you can share it with and who you can't as you go on. And, yeah, you have to be you have to be gentle with people. And, and yeah, look for you know, those people who are interested. There's a lot of people who are quiet about all these things. They don't want to be public. They're not they're not confident. But, you know, they're, they're watching some stuff. People are turning away from the media. They know they're lying to them about, about most things that have ever happened in their lives. Can I ask you about Trump? Mm, um, sure. So th- this is a weird situation, right? Because you would have... I'm not asking for your political leanings here because it would be a different podcast altogether. I'm just saying um, he is 
he's doing something that no other leader has done before and bucking against the system, it seems, right? Mm. So he's he's literally attacking news outlets. Uh, mm. He's going after the media, which we considered, you know, in the past, the media to be the most powerful thing. You know, they get prime ministers elected. You know, whoever yeah. back the sun backs ends up getting and end up getting in. Um, Absolutely. Uh, so, but he's he's not he doesn't seem to be playing by any kind of rules or not a game that I understand anyway. Mm. So, no. from from purely a conspiracy sort of standpoint. Do you look at him and think that's interesting? Not his politics again. Like anyone listening, this is not about pro-Trump or anti-Trump. Just yeah. using him as a really strange example that we've got at the moment, where he doesn't seem to be the system. Or is it? Is it? Is it? Is it like a double bluff? <laughs> well, what do you think? I mean, Trump. Yeah, I mean, he. You know, he's a very rich man in the first place, so it'd be, be hard for him to be bought. I mean, I my views of him, he was sort of a very deliberately divisive figure, much much like Boris. You know. And, uh, you know, I think um, Trump, you know, Boris, Boris's mother was in New York at the same time Don was there. I'm just saying. But, uh, <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, this guy, he's, he's like a like a panto, you know, the dead cat effect. You know, you throw a dead cat out there. Look at the dead cat. With Donald Trump saying something crazy, everyone just focuses on his words and they ignore everything else he's doing. Um, and I, this whole sort of QAnon thing, I don't know if people are aware of, um, these sort of anonymous posts on, on 4chan seeming to have information um, about, what Donald Trump's doing, you know, draining the swamp, um, bringing down the fall of the cabal, which is, uh, yeah, well worth what does watching. That all, all of that mean, sorry, the draining the swamp and the fall of the cabal? Well, I mean, he said he was going to drain the swamp of, um, you know, and get rid of various pernicious influences in American politics. Um, he immediately sort of filled up his cabinet with sort of Goldman Sachs and, and financial people, which yes, was yes, yeah. initially disappointing. Um, but yeah, I mean, he's gone after tra- child trafficking. Um, he's, pledged to clean up the oceans he's done he's done things which don't get much publicity um but the things he does say you know he's always liable to say go off key and say something a bit a bit rogue will be absolutely pounced on he gets he gets savaged by the media um i would love to believe that he is uh draining the swamp he's gonna you know put hillary in prison and um all you know it's the child trafficking which which mostly gets me about these things it's um yeah the paedophilia and high level politics is uh intertwined in in both sides of the atlantic um, and I'd love it to be true, but it's kind of a saviour complex that you think you're, it could be a double bluff that you're, you're told that, you know, there's people going to, you don't have to do anything, trust the plan, Don and, uh, you know, his minions are going to are gonna sort this out, and which is, uh, yeah, it leaves you in a kind of helpless position, which I can't, I'm not quite convinced by. But I only, I only actually watched The Fall of the Cabal um, a couple of weeks ago. I was actually quite impressed with the documentary. It's well worth watching, even if you don't agree with the final. Who's that produced by? It's a Dutch lady who made it. Um, can't remember the name off the top of my head, but it's got it's got a lot of views, like millions and millions, and it's been sort of banned and, and re-uploaded and stuff. It's uh, it's, it's well worth a watch. Um, and yeah, I'd I'd love it to be true um, that we're coming into some new paradigm um, at the moment, where this whole COVID lockdown is actually a cover for you know arresting a lot of people. Um, but yeah, on, let's let's talk about that. Have you got to go? I've had you on. I've had you on here for um, uh, just an over an hour. I've got. I've got. I've got a little more time. No, no yeah. So just. Uh, I just because I did mention that we're going to talk about COVID nineteen. Oh, now we don't need to. We don't need to explain what this is. Everybody knows. So okay. what's what's your position on it? My position is that um, 
this is it's a, pl- it's a planned event. It was done you know, last October, event 201. If you look up that, the connected to the John Hopkins University funded by Bill and Melinda Gates, they've they planned a pandemic for a long time. Whether this is a real... When you say they, sorry, who, who, what, what does that mean? Who are they? Uh, yeah, they, okay. Um, so, yeah, the, the Bill Gates Foundation, um, Big Pharma, Dr. Fauci, all these sort of think tanks, bodies. Um, yeah, I can give some information about exactly who we're talking about. But um, the people you see on TV pushing everyone to say, you know, they've got to, they've got to lock themselves up and uh, obey obey basically um and what, what would be their motive what would they get from creating a pandemic they you know people yeah you know, like perhaps uh, i'm just a canary in the coal mine i'm a symptom there there are millions of people like me who are woken up and gone there is something not right about what we're being told um and i can go all the way into human health uh vaccines etc and the actual science behind behind viruses it's much like the flat earth you think, well that's all been proven and then you find that this no viruses have been isolated the viruses don't even they're not alive that viruses might well be exosomes that are kicked out of cells that have been poisoned and that the whole theory it's all based on appears to be erroneous um but they appear to be very ready for this they've the whole world has rolled out in sync which you know one world government i mean what what more do you need to see they shut off all the sports i mean yeah, that's why I'm on here at the moment, because we're not talking to Tottenham, are you? I mean, it's, it was ridiculous the way it was done so quickly. And, yeah, they're keeping people living in fear, getting used to obeying instructions a bit more, and just just making people afraid um, and, and denying human contact. It's it's very disturbing, very sinister for me. Um, I've been you know, trying to push that back. Well, I, I think if you, it's certainly if you believe it to be um, a conspiracy, that it was planned, hmm. Um if I believed that, I would be really angry because I've that this is I didn't think being denied the ability to see my family, my friends, oh, yeah. um, would affect me as badly as it has, and it, and it has. I've really I've struggled over the last couple of weeks, especially. Um, and if 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 I coupled with that belief that this was something that was created, I would I'd be pretty angry. Oh I'd yeah, be, I'm furious. I mean. You would, and it's a psychological damage. What you're talking about? I mean, you know, you imagine if you had, you know, an elderly relative in hospital. You can't see them, and you're told that, yeah, we we diagnosed him over the phone. Uh, he died with COVID, which is a new thing, not not of COVID, and you can't even see him. We had to put his funeral on Facebook or something. It's you know absolutely outrageous. You can falsify death certificates openly. You can classify anybody. You know, the guy who uh, forgot to open his parachute. He, he's another COVID one. <laughs> But it's it, you know it, it's open falsity. You've got empty hospitals, you've got dancing nurses, and you've got people policing themselves. You know, neighbour turning on neighbour, family squabbling. You know, I've had minor squabbles with with people about this, um, and people say, you know, you're 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 being selfish. You're being conditioned to think that anyone standing up for basic freedom and liberty is selfish, and we should all obey the government, and we should all clap to people who, who can't hear us. At eight o'clock every Thursday in some sort of strange ritual. So it's like a conditioning. Yeah, it's you know you when you when you join a cult or something like that, you have to be isolated from you. You know, you isolate yourself and you just take in constantly injecting yourself with fear. Um, they never talk about getting nutrition right. You know, making sure you have vitamin C, sunlight, exercise. No, we'll we'll shut the gyms and you know make people terrified. Um, you know, I even got a well, I haven't had, I had my fine yet, but I was down the beach beach in April and then uh, had some. A couple of police people come up to me and ask me where I've been, how long I've, you know, 
what I think I was doing? And I sort of gave them a lecture and uh, they said they'll be sending me a fine. And I said, do you any, have anything to say? I said, well, this is very uh, Orwellian. And she said, uh, uh, how do you spell that? I was like, oh, that just sums it up, doesn't it? I mean, <laughs> Are we, I mean, I would say, so I love Orwell. And, uh, mm. and I can see the parallels between this, always, the parallels mm. between government and control and the importance of controlling the, the masses and the benefits that can be gained from that. Um, but the message from Orwell, certainly in 1984, was that the system would win and the, the, the way to be truly happy is just to accept it. Mm. Um, it, yeah. that's obviously clearly something you can never do but i found and this might be a part of my character and who i am and how i've arrived to be the person i am currently when 1984 had such a profound impact on me mm. that um that it's all right if you just if, if it's comfortable if my sphere if the world isn't flat i i definitely have a spherical um shape around me and that would be my family my pets i've got 20 chickens in the garden wow i've got a dog you know that and and my close friends and family that's what i can influence that's that's what i can actually have an impact on yeah and if, and if i fill my brain with this other stuff how much is going to be left for them yeah you feel it you've taken some new stuff and it pushes some other stuff out i mean something's got to go right yeah, and it's very difficult to take this huge macro perspective. I mean, my world's got very macro in the last five years, you know, looking yeah. at, my God, these themes are so big. And you realise that you, me personally, yeah, I cannot change anything, but I can influence people around me. I can share information and that 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 will change the world. You could use, you know, you'd be good to those around you, be good to your family, try and keep your body healthy and try and enjoy your life as much as possible. And Is that the goal that, then? Is it, is it, is it, is it about spreading it like the the this one that the truth will enable a freedom to humanity and people and, and in in the long run that leads to happiness is is yeah. that is that the goal is it from that perspective I, think so. I don't think you can live a lie um even if you don't know it's a lie um forever it will be you know there's only three things that that cannot be hidden for very long there's a sun the moon and the truth um once you know once people the lie takes hold in society once enough people know that it's a lie it's just going to be a corrosive influence it's going to lead to division um, and they say that all truth goes through three stages that you know, first it is ridiculed and we're well in well into that maybe the end of that second it, you know it's, it's it's fought it will be attacked and we could be coming there and third it will be accepted as self-evident um, it's got to go through a process you cannot change things overnight um, you just yeah project Project light, project decency, be good to those around you, especially friends and family and those close to you, and, and, and take care of what you can within your within your control and not worry too much about things out of your control. Um, but, yeah, with knowledge is power, it really is. If you can arm yourself with as much knowledge of what's what's really going on in the world, how to position yourself. And, and with these sort of COVID events, you've got to work out what, what's going to happen, where are we going to be in a few months, what are they trying, where are they trying to push this? And so... Can I be ready for this? Can I either fight against it or position myself more advantageously for when this new, new society, new normal, which is a phrase I hate, um, is you know, is rolled out? Because they're not finished yet. Um, it just depends how much people push back. You know, people will get the level of tyranny that they put up with. You know, no more, no less. I think we'll end on a quote from Matt McGandy. It says, first they ignore you, then they laugh at you, then they fight you, then you win."
Yeah, that's a good one. Yes, that was better than my car. Congrats. <laughs> it was. That's what reminded me. I had to have to do a little Google then. But I yes, would say that he did. Um, he did deny his wife uh, penicillin, which killed her, and then on his dying deathbed, took penicillin, which saved him. That's, <laughs> wow. So, uh, that's Gandhi's nice. bit of a bit of a wrong one. <laughs> He's done nothing since the first film either, has he? So, <laughs> uh, John, I want to thank you for your time. Um, there's actually, I'm sure there's like loads more conspiracy theories that like, I'm interested in it. Do you know what I mean? I'm, I'm interested. Yeah. I want to talk about lots right. of, lots of these uh, things. So, yeah. if you're happy to talk again, I'd love to do it in a week or two. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I, I, I've enjoyed talking to you, and you know, it's great to talk to someone with open minded. You know, just ask questions for your yeah. audience. You know. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. I mean, I don't, you don't have to convince me, but I, I do, I, you know, it's important that people get to talk. And, you know, and that's the whole point of this No Holds Bar podcast. We talk to all kinds of different people mm. from different perspectives, a lot of which I don't agree with. I don't often find a common common ground in, in so much as I, I think politically like that person I'm talking to or or uh, what they do for profession is what's something that I ethically agree with. But mm. it's the world is full of people fighting each other constantly. And um and I just think it's more helpful, just like I said earlier, just to have a, an open dialogue and a, and a conversation. And I'm literally willing to talk to anybody, uh, regardless of what they've done or, or what they believe. I would, I, would t- I would talk to anybody if I got the opportunity. Brilliant. Yeah, there's, we've all got much more in common than we have, uh, than we have against each other. Yeah. If we start, start with that basis, you know, we'll, we'll all be fine. And, uh, yeah, we remember that big government, having more government influence in our lives is, is probably not, not going to be good. I think we can, uh, we can take Fast. care of us. Well, well. <laughs> yes. <laughs> John, take care, my friend, and uh, I'll, I'll speak to you. catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well hello fresh is your guilt-free dream come true baby it's me geeky palmer let's wake up those taste buds with hot juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi mm. hello fresh stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at hellofresh.com let's get this dinner party started When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.